and welcome back to another episode of the Life of a Fashion Student podcast with me, your host, Christina Ang. I was originally not going to put out a podcast episode this week just because of the amount of stuff I got thrown at me from my classes, but honestly, I was just really feeling motivated to record something this week, so, you know, here I am doing just that. I also just realized that next week is actually going to be a much busier week for me, so don't be too surprised if you don't see an episode from me the following week. Just giving you guys a heads up because I've been on a pretty good pattern of uploading episodes every week, which I am really proud of considering my crazy schedule at school and, you know, also my internship schedule. But besides that, a little bit unrelated, I just wanted to say hello to any new people listening because I noticed that this podcast has been getting quite a few new listeners lately. Thank you all for joining me on this journey throughout my life as a fashion student and aspiring fashion designer. I say this as I say in all of my other episodes, um, so you longtime listeners will know this, but other than my weekly upload of episodes on here, I am also easily accessible through social media, either on my podcast Instagram or on my personal Instagram account. And I'm not mentioning that as like a shameless plug to follow my accounts, which if you want to, then go ahead. But I really do encourage those of you who want to talk more about your fashion journeys or who have just questions about anything that I mention in these episodes to reach out to me because I swear I respond to each and every one who reaches out. Like I've done multiple phone calls, Zoom calls, email threads, all of that stuff to try to connect with you all and I really want to make this space a place where you guys can make connections and learn more about pursuing what you're passionate about yourselves. So that all sounded really cheesy and cliche, but genuinely, I love talking with y'all and I'm just really enthusiastic about meeting new people, especially with everything that's been going on in the world right now. It just seems like the best way to meet ambitious and driven people. So I just love talking if you guys haven't noticed on this podcast already, but but yeah, all of that aside, let's get into my little brief life update for y'all. Honestly, this part has become one of those things I love most about recording these podcast episodes because it's just a way for me to decompress and share with you guys what's going on in my life. Um, and But it's also like a therapy for myself to be able to talk about it out loud because this is definitely not a topic that I'm discussing with my friends and family all the time, you know. So what's been going on since I last talked to you guys? Um, Something very exciting for me is that I've recently rediscovered my love for making and sewing things again. You guys know that I lost touch with that part of me during the end of my sophomore year because, you know, that's when we started doing virtual classes and my passion for sewing just slowly started to fade away. Especially when we started learning how to sew by means of like virtual programs on the computer That really just made me stray away from physically making things and instead just doing them on my computer virtually, which just seems so much easier. But anyway, long story short, my professors this semester were really keen on wanting us to make things with our hands and to do everything in like real life, which I honestly at first kind of found annoying. Um, But now that I'm actually making things again and, you know, jamming out to music as I sew and stuff, I kid you not, guys, I'm really enjoying it. Like, I've missed it so much. And I just feel like an endless amount of creativity has rushed into me because I suddenly have all these amazing ideas of stuff that I want to create and I'm just feeling pretty inspired. 
But yeah, that's where I'm at right now with my state of mind and everything. I have to say that it's good to feel this way again because I haven't felt this creatively driven to do anything in a really long time and I hate to say it, but this really feels like the old me. And like, yes, I'm getting a crazy amount of work to do for my classes. Um, it's really super overwhelming sometimes, but I'd like to believe that by the end of this semester, I'll have created things that I'm super proud of. So yeah, just really trying to look at the brighter side of things nowadays because that's the only thing that we really can do. But with all of that being said, we're going to move on to today's podcast episode topic, which as y'all can tell by the title, is about sustainability, specifically in the fashion industry, of course. And you're all probably wondering why I waited this long to put out an episode about sustainable fashion and whatnot, because I know I've talked about how sustainability plays a big part of my life nowadays. And the reason I've waited so long to talk about this topic is because I didn't quite know how I wanted to go about it. The topic of sustainability is so broad and so vast, so I was afraid of doing of doing an episode because I felt like I would get so scatterbrained just talking about it and that wouldn't be fun for you guys to hear or for me to just do that. Also, it felt like there was a little bit of imposter syndrome going on. Um, I didn't really feel like I was knowledgeable enough to talk about the subject on here. I'm feeling a little less of the imposter syndrome now because, you know, I'm so over caring about what other people will think of me or perceive me as, but also this is my own platform, my podcast, so I feel like I can kind of talk about whatever I want to on here and that is entirely my own choice. But anyway, going back to my main point, I was kind of unsure where to take this topic and how much of it to talk about. And I finally decided on talking about sustainability in fashion as it pertains to my own experience. So in this episode, I'm going to be touching upon my journey with sustainable fashion, what inspired my passion with this movement, and where I see myself going with it in the future. Getting into it, I'm sure I don't need to explain what sustainability is because it's a concept that is very prevalent in every facet and every industry that we have in the world right now. Um, It's deeply ingrained in the arts, of course, politics, economics, mathematics, technology, Anything you can think of, sustainability can be related to it in some way, shape, or form. That's why I do love the topic of sustainability because I feel like it's a topic you can talk to a lot of people about where something specifically like fashion design may not be as relevant to certain people, if you get what I mean. But regardless, something I've noticed in my own practice and research about sustainability is that there isn't just one definition for the term. So for me to sit here and define it would consist of a long, like, convoluted definition of the term. I can say, though, if we're talking about sustainable fashion specifically, that can be defined pretty well and, like, explained easily. There will also, you know, still be a lot of moving parts, but for the most part, it's less of a complex subject than, you know, sustainability itself. So what is sustainable fashion? You all might have your own definitions that resonate with you best, but for the sake of this episode, I'm going to read you guys one of the best definitions I have found online as to what sustainable fashion is, because I think that will really help set the tone for this episode. And the reason I'm going to read a definition other than just define it myself is because I am literally the worst at making definitions, so I don't want to confuse any of you or say something that's completely wrong. But anyway, a definition that I found that I really enjoyed was sustainable fashion is a movement and process of fostering change to fashion products and the fashion system towards greater ecological integrity and social justice. 
sustainable fashion concerns more than just addressing fashion textiles or products. It comprises addressing the whole system of fashion. Personally, that definition really does encompass, for the most part, what sustainability in fashion is all about. It is only a couple of sentences, so I don't expect it to cover all the aspects of sustainable fashion. But one thing I want to stress in that definition was not only the part about ecological integrity, but also the part about social justice. I think a lot of us, when we think of the word sustainability, we, you know, all move our heads towards the environment, like automatically, which is a perfectly valid thought to have. But as I've learned throughout the past years, sustainability has to do with so much more than just preserving the environment and sustaining it for future generations. It also has to do with regenerative economies, the well-being and working conditions of workers, and etc. So I completely understand why some people might be wary of talking about and having conversations about sustainability because it really is this all-encompassing topic. I would say about maybe two or three years ago, I was in the same exact position where sustainability seemed like such a convoluted subject where I didn't even want to have any say in it or speak up about it because I was so afraid of messing up or saying something stupid or wrong and have everyone think I'm uneducated. But now I've slowly progressed into someone who loves talking about the topic of sustainability and who goes out of her way to take classes on the subject and also participate in events and stuff related to it as well. So, you know, I've come a long way since I started, which I'm super proud of and It's always nice to see the progression, but as you guys know, I wasn't always like this. So I do kind of want to take it back a couple of years and let you guys know how I got started in sustainability and how I've made it such a big part of my life and design practice currently because it's, you know, it's important to realize that we all start somewhere. I've talked about it here and there in some episodes where I touch upon my past but I don't think I ever gave you guys the full story as to how I've progressed up to this point. So I just figured it'd be interesting to share and hopefully helpful for any of you who are curious about leaning into sustainable fashion yourselves, but don't know where to learn more and get resources to speak about it confidently. The very first time I was formally introduced to the topic of sustainable fashion was in my freshman year of college at Parsons, which was in 2018 and at that point in time sustainability obviously wasn't as talked about and as highly regarded as it is now. The class that I was taking was like a mandatory class that went towards our graduating requirements and it was called sustainable systems. For any of you who are interested in what that class was about I thought I'd hop onto my school's course website and just read the course description so that you guys can get a better idea of what this class was and what I learned from it. So this is what the class description says. Anything we extract from the earth must ultimately go back into it. This course aims to create an emotional and intellectual connection with the life forms and environments which bear the burden of our choices. How can designers, artists, and strategic thinkers create products, systems, and services that are socially, environmentally, and economically sustainable? Sustainable systems is structured around four major themes, climate change, materials, energy, and water. We explore these environmental issues as complex and interrelated topics. Understanding them can help us address current social and justice issues in new ways. In this course, you will study real conditions that are both both local and global. Class activities will combine field trips, lectures, discussions, studio-based workshops, lab experiments, and seminars. Field work and applied research methods will be developed into creative works that address diversity, 
adaptability, and resilience in the face of ever-changing conditions. That was definitely a pretty hardcore sustainability class for all of us freshmen to be taking in our first year at Parsons, but I'm actually really grateful, thinking about it now, that my school took that initiative to make it one of our required classes so that everyone could learn more about the problem with the fashion industry and how we as designers can work to fix it. I really don't remember too much about the class itself in terms of specific details because it was a little while ago, but what I can tell you all is that it really did get the gears in my mind starting to move in the direction of sustainability. And I think that was the point of Parsons making us take a class like this in our first year of the program. It was to get us to start thinking about these things as we were first starting out in the design phase. Really up until then, for all of my own personal designs, I didn't pay much attention to the materials that I was using for my own design projects. I just used what I liked and what I thought would look best in terms of the finished product. Even me thinking back to the way I used to work is so crazy now because the designer and person I am now is super conscious of what I use and I always have to give things a second thought if I don't think it's going to be the most sustainable option. And I think a big part of sustainability is all about the mindset shift. Like taking a closer look at the processes and materials you you go about doing, especially as a designer and thinking about how it's going to impact the environment, the people around you, and you know, all of that jazz. Everything has a cause and effect. That's how I like to think about everything. But anyway, after that first class in sustainable systems at Parsons during my freshman year, I don't think I had anything else quite like that that was mandatory at least. Um, I think I spent most of my sophomore year more focused on learning how to make things rather than the materials I was making things out of. So in a way, during my sophomore year, I was a little bit sidetracked from my sustainability journey. I will say, though, that even during my freshman year of college, I had already stopped pretty much consuming, you know, fast fashion products. And you guys, I'm not a saint or anything. There are probably times I did slip up and buy something from H&M or Zara or something, I'm not perfect and nor is anyone, but I just mentioned my gradual shift away from fast fashion because I think it's important in realizing how over time my mindset towards the clothes that I was buying really changed gradually as I was learning more about my own industry, you know, throughout my education at Parsons. The stuff we were exposed to and the reality that we were seeing, you know, in our classes was making it all the more real for us. Actually, I don't know why I forgot to mention this, but actually during my sophomore year, I did work on this one project that really showed me how much I was interested and passionate about creating innovative solutions towards more sustainable materials. Um, This was also an important year for me too because it was when I realized that I wanted my projects going forward to be about concepts that merged both fashion and science together. Because as you guys know, I have a very deep background in the realm of science and math coming from a STEM-based high school. So those things are still very deeply ingrained in me. But as I was saying, one of the projects that I did during my sophomore year, I created a fabric that could change color. And the whole reason for it was because I wanted to alleviate the problem of the textile dyeing industry, which has some really significant environmental hazards. If you guys don't know, fabrics use a lot of water to dye, you know, to give them their color. Um, Some mills can use up to 200 tons of water per ton of dyed fabric. And not to mention that fabric dyeing also produces industrial water pollution. So these are just major issues that I was trying to, you know, solve with my project. 
But that's all I'm going to say about my project because I am trying to be more careful now with the whole intellectual property and stuff, which by the way, this is a topic that I definitely want to get more into in another episode. So let me know if that's something you guys would be interested in hearing more about. Because I know in the fashion industry, especially, there are a lot of instances of people stealing other designers' intellectual property and it, it literally disgusts me, but it's so overdone in the industry that people don't really pay much, you know, attention to it anymore. Anyway, I digress, but getting back to my project, I think the reason why I was so drawn in touching upon my science roots for that project was because I had this professor who I really love so, so much. Um, he challenged me to think outside of what a conventional designer would dream up and to think like someone who's working in another discipline. And I really do owe it to him for giving me that confidence to talk about scientific concepts in my work because, let's be real, I'm not the smartest person to give a lecture on anything science-related, even if it does have to do with fashion. So I do get the feeling of imposter syndrome sometimes when it comes to talking about subjects that I'm not much of an expert in. So yeah, that project was another reason I started to get super intrigued by how designers can make a big difference in, su in the sustainability space. And that project also inspired a lot of the work I'm doing currently for my junior year projects. But fast forward a couple of months after my sophomore year, and that is when I got my internship with the CFDA, or Council of Fashion Designers of America. And if you're wondering, Christina, what does your internship have to do with your journey in sustainability? And I would say it had all to do with it. For those of you who don't know what kind of role my internship was specializing in, it actually wasn't fashion design. At the CFDA, I was an education and sustainable strategies intern. You're probably thinking why I would take on such a specific internship that had to do with sustainability without any experience working in sustainability before. And that's actually because at the time when I was applying, I didn't really pay attention to the role per se. I was just more focused on the company itself, which was, you know, the CFDA. And they're this amazing organization that I've been wanting to work with since I was younger. So, yeah, when I saw that internship listing, I kind of jumped at the chance to get it. Um, not to mention it was paid, it had flexible hours, and also when I read the internship responsibilities beforehand, it kind of sounded like stuff that I was capable of doing, like maybe I wasn't an expert in it, but I knew how to do. So also that's my tip for you guys, if you see an internship posting and it doesn't sound like something you have tons of experience in, I would still read it and see if it's for you because you're probably more than capable of doing some other role. You're just too afraid to apply for it because it's not something that you've done before. But yeah, so I went ahead and applied, got the interview, um, did the interview, did the whole nine yards, and then got the job. I'm going to be really honest with you guys, but up until the CFDA internship, I had just done, you know, some showroom internships, design internships, and even some PR ones. But this internship with the CFDA felt like the most legitimate out of all of them. And I don't know if you guys understand what I mean by that, but something about the work that I was doing and the job title that I was given made it all feel like it was like a level up for me. Not saying that my past work didn't feel important because it did and I really loved everything that I did in the past, but it felt like working with the CFDA was what all of my past experiences had been waiting for. Why I say that this internship was so important for me throughout my sustainability journey was because throughout my internship, I was getting involved in so many sustainability initiatives. I was getting to meet designers in the sustainable fashion realm and even helping with educational scholarships that were geared towards sustainability as well. 
going into the internship, I really didn't know what to expect from it. Um, you know, the job description just briefly talked about some vague responsibilities, but the internship was a lot more involved than it led on, and it was such a great experience. I know some of you guys are probably tired of hearing me talk about the CFDA, because I literally talk about them, like, all the time, but anyway... That being my first internship involving sustainability in the fashion industry, it made me realize that I might actually consider, you know, wanting to have a job in the future involving only sustainability, which is really interesting for me because that's not something that I dreamt of doing when I was really young. You know, you mostly dream of becoming a famous fashion designer or even becoming editor-in-chief of a large magazine, all of that. But getting the internship with CFDA was really a key moment for me in realizing how passionate I was about the topic of sustainable and ethical fashion. It kind of really changed how I looked at the fashion industry and the people that I wanted to surround myself with had changed as well. I remember in the beginning of being involved in fashion, I had always craved that luxurious experience where you're invited to fashion week shows and you go to all the cool parties and you know all of the celebrities and designers But that all changed for me and I kind of don't want those things anymore. What I'm trying to focus on now at this point in my life is meeting genuine people who are passionate about the same stuff I am and also trying to make a difference with the work that I'm doing. But obviously also not, you know, having that big of pressure on myself to create something that's going to like change the world because that mindset can also kind of be toxic as well. Yeah, but obviously my CFD internship ended a couple of months ago and now I'm with a new company doing something entirely different. I'm doing PR. You guys all know about my new internship, but what I don't think I've mentioned before is that a lot of the clients that we represent at the PR firm that I work at are actually sustainable beauty and fashion brands, which is honestly another big reason why I took on the internship in the first place. And that's one thing I'll tell you guys for any of you who are interested in looking for an internship in PR is to do some in-depth research on the companies that the PR firm represents because that'll give you an overall sense of that PR firm's values and morals. If when you're doing research you find that they represent companies that maybe aren't as sustainable and ethical or maybe have even had some really bad reputations and scandals in the past, then you might want to think twice about working with that company because it's also going to reflect badly on your part as well. That's just some food for thought, but I always tell people who ask me for advice when looking for internships is to make sure you do your research on the potential company that you're going to intern for because you're essentially going to be representing that company and its morals and values. But anyway, I did get a little sidetrack. The point that I was trying to make before was that even though I did end up getting a different internship doing something entirely different, which was in PR, I still felt like my passion with sustainability followed me through and I just, without even doing it on purpose, was able to intern with this PR firm that really holds those sustainable values like tried and true. And it's not just the internship, I feel like I've involved myself with so many different initiatives surrounding the topic of sustainable fashion and that's how I've been able to build up my confidence when it comes to talking about these things. I also don't talk a lot about it on here, but I've done several panels and hosted some talks regarding sustainability in the past as well. Um, And speaking of, I actually, you know, this coming week, I'm going to co-host a panel for the Climate Education Youth Summit in partnership with Columbia University. And we're going to be talking about communication and arts for climate action, which honestly, there couldn't be a more perfect topic for me to host about because that just like describes what I do in one one phrase. 
But if any of you listening to this episode are interested in hearing me host this event, it's going to be on Thursday, February 11th from 3.30 to 4.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I'm sure you can just look up Climate Education Youth Summit on Google and you'll find it where you can RSVP. No obligations to come, obviously, but it's just going to be a really big deal for me because up until now, I've never actually hosted an event as big as this. So it's pretty insane and I'm super excited about it. And also before I completely forget about this, as you guys know, I've been freelance writing recently for a couple of months now, been loving it so much and it's a great little gig for me to have on the side with, you know, doing everything else. For those of you who actually don't know, I'm mainly writing about sustainability because the brand that I write for called Higher Goods is all about sustainable accessories and using recycled materials and all of that jazz. Um, it's It's been such a great learning experience for me to have to write these articles every two weeks regarding different topics surrounding sustainability. I just get to learn so much because a lot of research is involved in these articles since I'm not a complete expert on these topics myself, so I have to like do more research on it. So far, I've written about topics like recycling apparel, circular fashion, secondhand presents, and just so many more and so many coming as well. Um, I really do recommend that the best way to learn more about something you're interested in would be to do the research and attempt to put those those things that you've researched in your own words. That's like a surefire way to make sure you'll remember it. But as you guys can tell from, you know, my whole journey and life story that I mentioned, I've made sustainability a big part of my life without even like really doing it intentionally, which is quite interesting. Um, These opportunities and experiences I feel like just came to me and it made me more passionate about continuing the work that I'm doing. Um, But let's talk about where I'm going with all of this and where I hope to see myself in a couple of years down the line. I definitely do want to continue to do more panels and conversations about sustainability, specifically in the fashion industry, and just talk more about my own personal experiences You know, I wouldn't say I'm like the best public speaker, but doing panels and stuff like that has definitely been helping me with those skills. Also, I do want to continue doing more freelance work in sustainability so that I can just, you know, learn more about what's going on in the world and how I can help and make a difference. I feel like also another way that I'm kind of getting that knowledge is from school because Parsons actually offers a lot of really cool sustainability electives that allow you to learn more about the subject. Like right now, for example, I'm taking a lecture called Waste and Justice, and we're learning a lot about the topic of environmental justice and whatnot, and that's like a whole other thing within itself. So I would definitely recommend to take advantage of school. If like your school offers any cool electives regarding sustainability, definitely take advantage of those. So in my final year at Parsons, I'm definitely going to try to squeeze in some more interesting electives like the one that I mentioned I'm taking this semester. Like I always say, I don't ever really know what my future is going to look like and what I'm going to end up doing. I do, however, see myself working in the fashion industry and having my job being involved in sustainability in some way. We'll see if that actually happens, but I think no matter what, the topic of sustainability in the fashion industry will just continue to be brought up in more and more conversations. Like, it's just going to be a natural progression. Also, I should mention that I'm thinking about working on a big project for my senior thesis that, of course, is going to be related to sustainability in some way. So I can't wait till that is all finally developed and that I can share it all with you guys. But yeah, I'm so glad to have finally put this episode together for y'all because 
it's just been such a big part of my life, yet I failed to talk about it entirely on here, so at least now it's finally out for y'all. As always, I want to thank you guys for tuning into this podcast and to hit that follow button if you're liking what you're hearing. If you have any ideas for future episodes, give me a DM on Instagram because I'm always looking for new, exciting topics to talk about on here. But anyway, love you guys always and talk to you on the next episode of the Life of a Fashion Student podcast.